بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد my brothers and sisters <coughs> many people have been asking me to talk about the celebration of Milad al-Nabi Maulud al-Nabi different names by which it is called <clears throat> on the 12th of Rabiul Awal which is celebrating the birthday of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam so let me try to explain to you and try to clarify to you the issues that are involved the first issue is and it's important to differentiate these two things because people sometimes argue and then they ask you questions which are really uh, quite unnecessary celebrating the birth of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam differentiate that from celebrating the birth day of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam now you might say is this semantics are we playing games with, with with words no we are not there's a very significant difference between these two things celebrating the birth means are you happy that he was born sallallahu alaihi wasallam as a muslim absolutely 100% there is no birth in my view there is no birth of anybody in the entire universe which is more worthy of celebration which is more blessed than the birth of muhammad rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam so will i celebrate the birth of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam absolutely absolutely do i love rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam only allah is witness yes i love him i love him more than i can possibly express and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is witness So do I celebrate his birth am I happy that he was born absolutely totally completely I I don't have the words to describe the birth of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the happiest possible incident in the creation of the entire universe now celebrating the birth and celebrating the birth day what is the difference celebrating the birth is to celebrate is to be happy is to rejoice on the at the on the on the, on the birth meaning because rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was born rejoice because of the birth of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam celebrating the birth day means celebrating it on a particular day whether that day is the 12th of rabiul awal whether that day is the 10th of muharram whether that day day is the 1st of ramadan whether that day is the 10th of january whether that day is the 4th of april whatever may be celebrating the birth day means specifying a particular day and saying that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was born on this day therefore we are celebrating his birth on this day now <clears throat> is that something to be done not done and so on so on let's look at the 
both the logical historical aspect of it as well as the aspect of it in the deen of course obviously the aspect of the, in the deen is more important but we have to understand the logical and historical aspect as well as far as the logical and historical aspect is concerned if i say, if i say that i want to celebrate a particular event on a particular day right whatever that might be i am not even talking about birthdays and so on if i say i want to celebrate the establishment of google on the 1st of january what is the uh, first question you need to ask the first question you need to ask is was google actually estab- established on the 1st of january is this a fact right simple if you say that you want to celebrate my birthday my birthday you want to celebrate it i'm not asking you to do that please but i'm saying if you say i want to celebrate the birthday of my birthday on the 4th of april then the first question to ask is was he born on 4th april right simple as that <clears throat> let's look at this if somebody says i want to celebrate the birthday of rasulullah sallallahu on the 12th of rabiul awwal and you can name any date you any day you like i'm just taking 12th because that is the the most commonly held belief right was he do we have conclusive verifiable information that he was born sallallahu alaihi wasallam on the 12th of rabiul awwal we don't it's as simple as that we do not there are multiple reports there are people who have said he was born on the 2nd of rabiul awwal there is there are people who said he was born on the 8th of rabiul awwal there are people who said he was born on the 12th of rabiul awwal <coughs> there's people who said he was born on the 10th of rabiul awwal i can give you all the names and so on and so forth i don't want to elongate this whole uh, lecture it doesn't matter all those things are verifiable you can go check them yourself uh there are people who said he was born in ramadan there are people who said he was born uh in safar right what people are agreed upon is that he was born on the amul fil the the year of the elephant the year that abraha attacked makkah with the intention of demolishing the kaaba and of course he was unsuccessful and his army was defeated and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed his army not defeated allah destroyed his army and him and he um that was the year that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was born and this is agreed upon by all the historians um uh, there is no difference of opinion on that now why is there no difference of opinion on the year and why is there a difference of opinion on the day again very simple we have to understand the history of the arabs they had a system the arabs actually followed the roman calendar so they they in, in terms of numbers day, dates and so on they followed that and they had a very sketchy way of following it so it wasn't that they kept track of every single day and so on they named years after significant events so for example this elephant thing was a very significant event never happened before never happened again and therefore that's i will feel the year of the elephant later on from the seera if you read you will find that there was a year when rasulullah sallallahu and the all the uh his entire family <coughs> the banu hashim had been exiled from makkah and they were 
uh, embargoed and, and restricted in the uh, in the value of uh, Abu Talib, uh, Shaybh Abu Talib, and uh, that was the year in which Rasulullah lost uh, our mother Khadijah al Kubra as well as his uncle Abu Talib. And that year he was the it's called the year of sadness, Amul Huzan. Uh, and so therefore these years were named. So specifically uh, years were remembered and they were named based on some significant event which happened. Now keeping track of birth dates was not from the tradition of the Arabs. So not only do we not have a exact the exact date of birth of Rasulullah, we do not have an exact date of birth of anybody. Right, you name any of the people of that of the time, there is no exact date of birth for that person, neither for Abu Bakr nor Omar nor Osman nor Ali nor Abu Sufyan or anybody Radiallahu Anhu Majmai. <coughs> there is no Khalid uh, Walid or Anhu. No, no date of birth is specifically mentioned <coughs> and authentically reported of anybody, and that and the reason for that is because this was not their tradition. They did not keep track. They didn't celebrate birthdays. <coughs> they didn't keep, keep track of the date of birth of any person. <coughs> now, in addition to that, you might say, well, <coughs> maybe they didn't keep track of anybody else. Why did they not keep track of Rasulullah? For a very simple reason. When he was born, they did not know that he is the Rasul. Nobody knew that he is the Rasul. Nobody knew that he was going to be the Rasul. This was a child which was born and this was a child which was born in a very significant and very honorable and noble family, the Banu Hashim from the Quraysh, but it was also a poor family. And on top of that, this child was a born, his father had already passed away, so this was an orphan child. So it was not somebody who was, you know, like the prince, the son of a king or some such thing where you would keep some track of the, of the date of birth. It wasn't. Right. They, 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 this was an, a very ordinary thing which happened at that time. Was it ordinary in itself? Of course not. It was the most extraordinary event that could ever have happened. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent his Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But this was something which was known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is not something which was known to the people. As far as the people were concerned, Amina bint Wahab had a baby. That's it. Like many, many other women of the time, they did not track anybody's date of birth and so therefore that date of birth specific date of birth is not known again so therefore should we celebrate the birth of Rasulullah that he was born absolutely when should we celebrate it absolutely any time any time of the year and as far as I am concerned we should celebrate it every single day by following his sunnah because that is the correct way of celebrating the birth of Rasulullah not by singing Ganashi and Khawali and whatnot. But by following his sunnah, by following his method, which makes us the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Imran, say to them, O Muhammad sallallahu to emulate you, to love you so that they emulate, they do, they, 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 they copy, they, uh, they do everything the way you do. Right, uh, and then Allah will. If they do that, then Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will love them, and Allah will forgive their sins. So this is the best way of celebrating the birth of Rasulullah is by following what he did. Now, what about specifying a particular day and saying 
he was born on the 12th of Rabiul Awal or he was born on the 8th of Rabiul Awal or he was born on the 10th of whatever day. You specify a day and you say, therefore, we are celebrating this day. First and foremost, factually, it is incorrect. You don't know the date. I don't know the date. Nobody knows the date. Nobody today can say with authenticity, with authority that he was actually born on this day. There is no evidence to the, to the effect. So therefore, that statement itself is false and wrong. Number one. Number two, if that particular day had been so important, then this information would not have been lost. Rasulullah himself would have informed us and we would have had the date. The very fact that he did not inform us means that that particular, the day, the date is unimportant, right? The fact that he came uh, amongst us is a, is, a, is a blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this. Now, therefore, should you specify a particular day and celebrate? Let me come to, let me answer that in another way, which is, why would you do that? Why do you want to celebrate on a particular day and specify that as the day? Especially when you know that this is, that this information to say that itself is false because we don't know this. Why would you want to do that? Tell me. Right? There's no reason. So don't do it. Simple as that. Now, people who do it, why do they do that? Very simple. They are people with good intentions. Alhamdulillah, we are not talking about the intentions of the people. Right? The people who are celebrating the uh, birthday of Rasulullah are people who with good intentions. They why why do they they, they love the Prophet They want to specify a particular day. They want to sing some songs and whatnot and prepare some special foods and and then and, and then they, they they have some special uh, you know uh, acts of worship. May Allah may Allah protect us from all forms of bidat. They want to do all of this. Why? Because they think this is ibadah. Because they think this pleases Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Now that is where the trouble comes. Which is that in the Sharia, in Islam, there is a, the fundamental rule is that as far as the Aqidah and the Ibadat are concerned, the creed and the worship is concerned, everything is haram, everything is prohibited, except what Rasulullah did and what he permitted to be done, both are the same things, right? Except what he said and did and what he permitted, other than that, Anything is haram. And Rasulullah said, Kullu wa kullu Right? He said in the, in the famous hadith which we hear in practically every Juma, he said that all innovation is in the hellfire. Now this refers to Aqidah and Ibadat, creed and acts of worship. This does not refer, for example, to your masjid architecture. You know, was there a dome in the time of Nabi Sallallahu Was there a mihrab? Uh, so when you're putting a dome now, is this a, is this a bidah? Uh, should you wear a topi or no topi? Right? Should you wear uh, a mishla or uh, should you drive a drive a car or should you ride a camel? And people ask these uh, you know these questions. May Allah protect us. I mean, these are questions that come because people don't understand the definition of these terms. So it's very important, first of all, to understand the definition of terms. Bida is something which is introduced into the religion with specific reference to the creed and the ways of worship. So, Aqidah and Ibadat. It does not refer to culture. It does not refer to food you eat and so on and so forth. It refers to acts of worship and creed, belief. Now, what is an act of worship? An act of worship is defined as any action which is done 
with the intention of pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and expecting a reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? So, for example, I'm sitting here giving this lecture. <clears throat> I hope Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward me. So, therefore, this becomes a act of ibadah for me, inshallah. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save me from saying anything which is wrong and to forgive me if I do that and to reward me for this, inshallah. <clears throat> I request you to make the same dua for me. You feed some people because you want, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said it's a good deed to feed people. This becomes an act of ibadah because you are feeding people in order to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you are feeding people and you have TV cameras and you're putting it up on Facebook and you're saying, saying, oh, I'm feeding all these people, then this becomes shirk. This becomes a matter where you, may Allah protect you from yourself. Uh, Allah can punish you for that. It becomes riya. It becomes shirk. So don't do that. Worshipping uh, and any action which is done purely with the intention of pleasing Allah is an action of ibadah. Right? So whether it is feeding people, teaching, uh, learning, what not, anything. Your work, for example, halal risk. Earning halal rizq. Earning halal provision is an act of ibadah if you are doing it consciously for the sake of pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You don't fall into interest-based transactions. You don't buy and sell haram. You, en you ensure that you do only halal. This becomes a source of, of benefit for you. Now, why do people hold these celebrations? Because they want reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Are they doing that to say, well, you know what, Let me, let's, let's have some entertainment today. Let's have a party. And this party is the birthday of Rasulullah. No. They are doing this thinking that this is an act of worship, that they are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward them. Right? Now, what is the, 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 the criteria? Is it, is it permissible or not permissible? How do we decide? It's not my, I'm not making any fatwas. <clears throat> it's not a question of saying, did so-and-so allow so-and-so? No. We go directly to the source. And what is the source? The source of Ras is Rasulullah himself. So celebrating the birthday, again, as I mentioned, please differentiate. We are not talking about feeling happy and celebrating and being joyous about his birth. We are talking about celebrating the birthday on a specific date, whatever the date is, the material, whether it's 12th, 9th, 10th, 15th, whatnot, doesn't matter. Specific, specifying a particular date and saying, we are celebrating the birthday of Rasulullah and he was born on this day. As I said, first of all, that has to be authenticated. There is no such authentic report. Therefore, stating any particular day and specifying it itself is false. Second thing is, if we do that, then we have to look to see, is there evidence of this in the life of Rasulullah Did he do that? Short answer? No, he didn't do that. Long answer? No, he didn't do that. Did any of the Sahaba do it? Did the Khulafa Rashida do it? Did Abu Bakr Siddiq anhu do it? Did Umar ibn al-Farooq Umar ibn al-Khattab anhu do it? He did not do it. Did Uthman bin Affan anhu do it? Did, did uh, Sayyidina Ali bin Abi Talib anhu do it? Did his, did his wife Fatima Zahra anha do it? Did anybody among the Sahaba, did they do that? All of the hundred and whatever thousand of them, right? Did anybody do that? Answer, no, they did not do that. Did any of the next generation, did Abdullah bin Mubarak, did Hassan al-Basri, did Sufyan al-Thawri, uh, take the next generation, did they do that? No, they did not do that. Take the next generation, the third generation, right? 300 years after Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, did they do that? 
Did any of the Aima of Fiqh, did Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Shafi, Imam Malik, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, radiallahu anhu majmain, rahmatullahi alayhi majmain, did any of them do that? Nobody did that. When did this start? This started in the Fatimi dynasty. The Fatimids were the, <coughs> the, the, the Fatimi Khilafah was the Shia dynasty which ruled uh, Egypt. And they were the first people who started the uh, celebration of uh, what they call uh, Maulid or Maulud uh, and, uh, you know, different uh, sort of names that they have for this. Uh, so that is where it started. Right now. Uh, and that was when that was almost 600 years later. Almost in the uh, in, in in the in the twelfth uh, century, Nabi Sallallahu was born in the seventh century. So almost five hundred years later, the Fatimis were the people who started this celebration, and they used to celebrate many other things. Uh, they used to celebrate uh, many other days, uh, among which this was also one of the days which was uh, celebrated by the Fatimis. Now. Therefore, if you are practicing this uh, celebration, who are you actually following? Ask yourself this question. Are you following Rasulullah himself? Or are you following Abu Bakr and Omar and Uthman and Ali? Are you following the Sahaba collectively? Are you following the Imams of Fiqh? Are you following the Salaf of Salihin? Or are you following the, uh, the Fatimis uh, among whom the, this thing was first started? Who are you following? Ask yourself, who do you want to follow? Who should you follow? Right? So if you are doing an action which Rasulullah did not do and any, none of the Sahaba did, he never asked for this to be done. They, he never permitted it to be done. Right? And if you are doing this action and you think that this is an action of Ibadah, that you think Allah is pleased with this, then seriously we have to ask, do you really know your deen at all? Right? So this would be completely prohibited. This is something that we must never do. Be very, very clear about this. I'm not even going into all the khurafat and all the, uh, all kinds of exaggerations that happen in the name of Maulid and Maulud and, and, and uh, Milad uh, because I don't want to mention all of them. I know them. I don't want to mention here because we don't want to propagate falsehood. There's lots of stuff which happens all of which is false, all of which is wrong. Right? So please leave this. To celebrate the birthday of Rasulullah on a particular day, historically, there is no evidence for it. Religiously, it is something which is prohibited because it would come in the in, in the act in the in the area of ibadah, and no ibadah is permitted which Rasulullah never did. So if somebody tells you that you should celebrate this birthday of Rasulullah whether it's on the 12th or Rabiul Awal or whenever, tell them please find me authentic hadith or ayat of the Quran where we am directed to follow this and I am directed to celebrate the birthday of Rasulullah Right? There is no such thing. They cannot find it. But I'm just saying tell them that. Right? Tell them. Find me the ayat where Allah told me to celebrate or find me and or find me 
the hadith where Rasulullah celebrated and he told people to celebrate. Rasulullah said, I was born on a Monday. He did not specify the date. Monday. He said, I was born on a Monday and he used to fast on Mondays. He said, I want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to find me in a state when I'm fasting, in a state of ibadah on a Monday. So you want to celebrate the birthday of Rasulullah Please fast on Mondays. That is authentic. We know this from the, from the Nabi alayhi salam himself. But did he specify a particular date? He did not. So please stay away from anything which was not done by Rasulullah and was not done by the Sahaba As far as the culture aspect of it is concerned, there are many people who have said that, oh, but you see, this is culture, it doesn't matter. It matters because even in the name of culture, something is started and later it becomes religion. That is why bidat are prohibited, they are haram. Because all bidat start with a good intention. The people who made Isa salam into son of God started with a good intention. They wanted to praise Isa salam. They said there's nobody, this man is so beautiful, this man is so pure, this man is so, so pious that he, he cannot even be human. He has to be son of God. It starts with a good intention. Just having a good intention about something does not make it halal. It is actually a very big trap. So don't fall into that, please. Good intention alone is not sufficient. It has to be this Islam, this deen of ours is a deen of dalail. It's a deen of proof and evidence, not just good intention. Good intention is definitely required, but good intention that is not supported by evidence from the Quran and the Sunnah is invalid in Islam. So please don't, please stay away from this. Celebrate the birth of Rasulullah by following his sunnah in every aspect of your life, in your appearance, in your talk, in your walk, in your dealings, in your, in your relationships, in everything. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill your life with the barakah and nur of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa wasallam. Stay away from and do not celebrate a birthday, a specific day. Don't specify a particular day and celebrate a birthday of Rasulullah because he did not do that. None of the Sahaba did that. Allah did not order us to do that in the Quran. And therefore, this is not from this deen. I hope I have made myself perfectly clear. It is not for me to do anything more than to state it as it is. وَسَلَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى